Welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by Charles, a.k.a. Vader Van Oden. How's it going, Charles? It's okay. It's been a long time, you know. It has <laughs> so been... So I've forgotten what to do. <laughs> like two months? I don't know. We're, we're a little bit behind, but uh, we're, we're still here, so that's what's important. Yes. <laughs> Things have been crazy. But... I'm here to talk about some kung fu. Are you? I am, and we're uh, we're making our triumphant return to the world of the Monkey King Part Two. Yeah, this was hard to start watching. I'm going to be to, to be honest. I keep trying, <laughs> um, but in the thir- first thirty minutes was very very much a trial. <laughs> But overall, I actually really liked the movie in the end. I really, really liked how it, it concluded and moved on through through the, I guess, the meat of the film to the conclusion. Just to kind of jump the gun a little bit. Yeah, no, that's that's funny. I, I got into this a lot quicker than um, the first one we tried to do, which I, I felt was a little bit more of a slog. Um, even even though I enjoyed part one, it definitely was just a prologue to what was we were waiting to happen was um, this movie. Yeah, this was in the more traditional Journey to the West story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just that, that intro was just kind of painful. I don't know what it was. I've got had a lot going on, maybe, and so it was hard to stay f- focused on it. It could have <laughs> been. once I got... Been. <laughs> yeah, it took me about three, four attempts to get past the first half an hour, and then I finally got into it and really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So it's going to be an interesting conversation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing with this film is it's a sequel, but the cast changes. Yes, and um, I didn't see if there was a specific reason for that, but what I'm imagining is um, our, our heavily makeup lead from uh, the first film, Donnie Yen, uh, was maybe busy <laughs> with the 50,000 movies that he's doing at once. Um, and that could have been uh, why he wasn't able to reprise his role. That's probably the nicer way of putting it. Mm, yeah, it could have been a contract. His performance wasn't that great also, to be fair. Well, I imagine... Yeah, it, you're right. This, I think this monkey does a better job, just to put it out there. I love me some Donnie Yen, but he was fine, but this, I think um, the replacement did a better job. And I wonder if Donnie Yen was like, eh, I don't really want to do that again. Yeah, I mean, it could <laughs> have been good. that. It could have been the prosthetics. He was he was heavily makeuped. Um, you couldn't even tell it was Donnie Yen. No. Uh, no. Um, whereas I recognize this guy a little bit more. Oh, his whole face is there. It's just fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, yeah, I didn't recognize Donnie Yen. It took me a, a, quite a while to realize <laughs> last time. I think I mentioned for the first one we talked about it, how it's kept looking for Donnie Yen. I was like, when is he going to turn up? And then and he was, I realized he, he was, was there the whole time. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I think the character of Monkey came out a lot better in this one. Uh, kind of understood where he's where he's coming from a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Do we what, what do we want to talk about the cast? Because it is a re- uh, repeat. Um, well, I guess the, it, it's a little bit larger cast as far as people that weren't reprising roles. Um, 
other than Guan Yin, um, there there really isn't anyone that's playing a character that we saw in the first movie because this takes place um, five is it five hundred years after the first yes. one? Yes. Yeah. So he so monkey's been trapped um, under the Buddha's palm for five hundred years, and uh, everyone else is dead, uh, other than like other gods, but we don't really see them. Um, and I guess uh, we're our, our our main character, sort of one of the main characters, monkey, um, is portrayed by Aaron Kwok, who was the um, demon king or the, the the bull king in the ox king ox king in the, in the first film. <laughs> yep, and I think he did a little bit better job um, in this one. Maybe he was just having more fun uh, playing monkey. Yeah, um, it's a bit more of an interesting story, I think, in some ways as well. Except for the first chunk of the movie, there seems to be a lot less CG as well. There's a lot more cool sets and props and things. It felt. Whereas the first movie was just CG all it the way It was CG all the way through. Um, they did a lot of practical effects. I mean, uh, granted, there's a lot of CG as far as, like, backgrounds are concerned because everything's yes. pretty fantastical. But um, as the, the characters themselves are primarily um, practical effects, which is nice. I, I think yeah, that, that makes it easier to watch. Yeah, except as I said, except for the first 20 minutes, 30 minutes just seemed to be really bad CG. Like, with that tiger fight at the start, I was like, The tiger looks pretty good. I mean, you almost couldn't tell it was CG until it was jumping. Well, yeah, it's when it started fighting and it would look like, it looked awful. I don't know what it looked like. It just looked bad. (laughs) And I was like, this is weird. Didn't he have a big belly too? That was, I think he did. The the tiger? tiger, yeah. I don't remember, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it, there were some really cool sets throughout the film. Like, uh, um, I didn't understand why it was happening, but when the, that um, white witch lady, kind of one of the main bad people, turned mm-hmm. up for the first time in that town with the like, there was a little girl. I think it was a little girl and her dad. Yeah, and like, that when, that whole set was pretty cool. Like, there was a lot of detail in there. And when they meet the old lady witch, same lady I think, but disguised. Again, there was a cool set um, that they actually had created that was lacking in the first one, I think. Yeah, I think each set piece was very distinctive, um, and then they spent a lot of time um, making it that way where you felt like these characters are going on a journey. Um, they're, they're beginning their, their journey west in this film. Although it doesn't seem like they get very far because they, I don't remember no. what they said, the, it's like three thousand miles or something that they have to cover <laughs> oh, it was 36 thousand 36 like, whatever it was... it's like some ridiculously uh huge i don't know china's big guys <laughs> china's really big it's not that big though <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 36 thousand miles is a long, long way <laughs> yeah i don't know that just seems like a lot of miles um, yeah, so what are the, so who's the new cast? We've got, like, the pig dude and the sea monster dude, the genie-looking guy. Uh, yeah, so we have, um, Shenyang Xiao, uh, he portrays, um, Pigsy, or, uh, Zhu Bajie, is the, the Chinese name. Um, and he mm-hmm. also, he, he reprises that role in Monkey King 3, uh, but I, I think he was probably my favorite character, 
just because he's just he's patently ridiculous and he just thinks he's so handsome. Um, well, he can shape shift. He can shape shift. Yes, he can. He can. Yeah, he has a make himself handsome, a fancy human uh, face, and then he still thinks he's handsome as the pig form, but less so. I mean, he prefers, I think, to be in the the human guise. I didn't really exp- I didn't like how they met though. Like I'm just going to jump into it now cuz before I forget. That that was part of my frustration with the status film. It just seemed weird. Just things happened and <laughs> didn't really seem to know why. <laughs> like I'm like he just started fighting with them out of nowhere Monkey did and I just it seemed odd their kind of meeting up. Yeah, and it's but it's they- it's fate because they um as far they as were I know, waiting for the monk, weren't they? Yeah, the the goddess. They were told. The goddess told, um, Badier and uh, his Seagull's buddy, the, guy. <laughs> the, the other dude, um, to like guide the monk, like protect him on the, on on his journey to find the scriptures. And monkey just saw them as demons, so he intervened to protect the the monk or he thought he was yeah. protecting him but they just end up fighting yeah it just seemed weird and it was like the in the middle of this like barren wasteland there's like 15 ladies running around help me pervert and it's like what the heck <laughs> yeah it was, pretty, it was pretty random <laughs> i agree you never see them again and monkey comes in and like just they fight and it was wasn't that good a fight it was too too much on strings I think as I say like this whole first section where we meet the characters was the biggest letdown whereas in for what I remember of Monkey Magic learning about how these characters they became who they were was kind of fun even if it was quick you learnt yeah they were cursed for being greedy and yeah and selfish yeah, whereas here they're specifically they already demons. Um, yeah, yeah, I, so it, it could be guys. a nature of you know compressing the story into yes. film when it's it's Fair very enough. very long. Um, otherwise, Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, though the blue guy just looks like Brock from is it Brock from God of War? Yeah, <laughs> yes. He's just the yeah the dwarf blacksmith. Yeah, like, it's identical. It's like the exact same. And he has sand powers. <laughs> Is that what they were? I he thought, turns yeah. into sand. Yeah. Okay. It's funny that the pig guy doesn't fight. He's like a coward. Um, <laughs> but, Which is how yeah. how he is like in um, when you see his character Oolong yeah. in um, Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. It's just kind of funny how quickly they become friends. I guess it's kind of trying to just show a passage. There is they have been journeying together, even though we don't see it for at least a little while. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Next, next. No, it, it's fine. Um, well, I guess uh, looking at um, Shen Yang Zhao, uh, he is in uh, almost nothing else. That's kung fu aside from the Grandmaster. Um, in 2013, which we didn't get around to watching, but that's another um, uh, Yeet Man film. Oh, uh, yep. Um, I think that's the uh, Wong Kar Wai version. Um, and then we have uh, Him La 
and he portrays uh, where'd it go? Shashank, so this is um the monk. Uh, okay, yep. And again Well, technically he also was in the first film uh, as Shao Wu Jing. Um, who, I don't remember who that is, <laughs> but he's in the first movie, um, and he, he portrays the monk again in um, part three. Uh, other than that, nothing, nothing really. Um, he started acting in two thousand seven, so it's just the last ten. It's quite years. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a younger guy. He's uh, pretty good looking too, I guess. Uh, and then we have uh, Mia. Muchi, and she... Actually, we, we visited her filmography briefly in Kung Fu Yoga, so that was a little while ago. Um, uh, yep. But other than that, she hasn't done anything. Four, four films to her uh, credit. Um, she portrayed uh, the evil spirit pig. So one of um, white bone ladies, uh, henchwomen... Oh, yeah, because it was the, the sidekick ladies. It was like the snake one. Yeah, there's the there was a snake, the pig, and a bat. I think a bat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of cool. The CG on them was a little bit better. It, it, depending on the scene, sometimes it was a little bit weird. Um, they were better when it wasn't all daylight, I think. The, the, okay, night, yeah. the night scene where you first see him is really good. Um, and then we have Lu Wei... And Lue was the snake, I guess, since we just talked about her. Um, and she, her filmography is also small, um, three credits, but they were all actually relatively kung fu related. Um, she was in The Man with the Iron Fists, um, and also Sorcerer and the White Snake. Uh, Jet Li's in that one. And she was a, a fox demon. Uh, and then we have. Um, Gong Li, uh, who uh, portrayed um, Lady Whitebone. And she has an extensive um, filmography, 35 films. Um, however, uh, pretty much nothing, everything's dramas. Um, yep. Uh, I guess there's Curse of the Golden She's Flower, a... but that's really just a period piece. Um, Memoirs of a Geisha? Uh, yes. And then Emperor and the Assassin. Um, uh, that aside, I think everything else has been um, traumas. Um, I will say that I've seen probably ten, at least ten of her films. Um, she was one of the, I think, first... Chinese actresses that I, I extensively followed her filmography um, in the early, like super early two thousands. Um, okay, and yeah, she was very um, good in this. She was good in this, and for being as old as she is, looked really good. <laughs> she's she's held her age well. She was um, born in nineteen sixty five, and you can't tell. Oh heck yeah, <laughs> nah, for sure. I think that was uh, that's pretty much everybody. I think um, Xiao Feng Feng, uh, I want to say, was the... I think he's the the blue demon guy. Okay. And he doesn't really have... He reprises his role in um, Monkey King 3 
Um, he's in one of the young, the young Detective D films. Uh, it was in Tai Chi Hero uh, and Tai Chi Zero. Um, <laughs> he was in the Journey to the West TV series where he played um, Erlang Sheng, so the um, the Guardian of the Gate. I think that's who that is. Uh, and the T- Storm Riders TV series pretty much it oh ice fantasy so I, I think i saw that on netflix part of it anyway it's a marvel wuxia um film or tv series uh other than that yeah he hasn't really been in too much um he's fairly fairly young too he's ni- ni- born in 1978 younger younger guy sort of i guess i say yep. younger but he's our age <laughs> uh yeah i guess to be fair, there wasn't actually that much kung fu in this. There wasn't. <laughs> I think we're just covering this because it's Monkey King. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not surprised that a lot of the actors don't have much of a kung fu background. No, I mean this is this is drama, and um, as we said before, uh, this really lends itself to that sort of um, Beijing opera um, style, mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's the actors we're getting are, are they're primarily drama actors. Yeah, and it was fine. I mean, there's there's a couple of good fight scenes, but there, again, as you mentioned, um, a lot of wire work. So it's it's yes. entertaining in its own way, but it's not um, the kung fu as we're normally covering. No, um, no, definitely not. Should we move into some reviews? Yeah, let's um, let's take a, a gander at some reviews. I guess the the highest rated one first. Before we, just before I read it out, um, my impression is that these weren't that widely received. Like, it doesn't seem like mm. it's been that successful. Especially not, not overseas. You know? Not overseas, I don't think, at all. I don't even is know it? anyone else that's seen these. Because as we discussed before the, the cast, there are only 14 reviews. Which is surprising. Um... That's probably the least amount of reviews we've had for yeah. a film we've covered. And, and I mean, so, t- to be fair, this is a 2016 film, um, so it's fairly recent. But yeah, that's, yeah that's, that I is a so. small amount of reviews. So, our 10 out of 10 review is titled Cool. And this is from Moon Randy. And it's a very recent review on the 1st of April 2018. I thought is an awesome movie. The special effects were cool, and the monkey was funny. End review. Oh, thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make fun, but it's hilarious. Sorry, that was the only ten-star review. <laughs> Would you like a longer nine-star review? Uh, yep. Yeah, have at it. All right. Uh, this is nine out of ten stars. A spectacular, epic journey from Oli Suave dash double o seven. Reviewed on the eleventh of November, 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 November two thousand and seventeen. This is full length movie based on one of China's most famous legends, the Monkey King. It stars Aaron Kwok in the title role tasked to escort a traveling monk Tang Xing uh, Xiaofeng Feng 
to the West to fetch ancient Buddha scriptures while protecting him from the evil white bone demon. While the TV series adaption of the story has the Monkey King and his counterparts dealing with a host of demons and monsters to protect the monk in each episode, this movie places emphasis on one demon, the White Bone Demon, portrayed stunningly by Gong Li. She is a menacing force to be reckoned with, capable of spreading chaos and, ca and casualties to those dear to cross her all the while maintaining her spellbinding beauty. Quok is excellent as the Monkey King, feisty and powerful in his own might. Xiao Xingyang did great as Zhu Baji, a womanizer who provides much needed comic relief, and Chang Hm Law gave an effective portrayal of Sha Xin Xing. Uh, a character more on the sidelines, but did a great battle with the skeleton monsters and showdown showed the most concern for the master's well-being. The movie was a little too high on the CGI in some parts, but it works well mostly, especially in the scenes involving the white bone demon as she floats around zapping her dark magic. The the visual effects really captures the majesty of the kingdom and rich countryside, and the makeup and costumes brought the characters to life in very detailed. The plot was fast-paced from start to finish, full of suspense and adventure, and the dramatic elements of trust and second chances really make the film all the more interesting. An excellent adaption of this epic journey. Grade A. <laughs> or 9 out of 10. Yeah, good review. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I agree with pretty much most of that. I don't, I don't think it's wrong. Um, the pace was a little bit slower in the beginning, I think, as you mentioned. But um, Yes. That aside, yeah, okay. it, it's pretty spot on for what went on in the movie. Yeah, I... Um, I, I agree um, with a lot of what he said. The CG, CGI was a little over the top at times, but it was pretty good at, as well at, at other times. Uh, the bone, the white bone demon lady, she was fantastic. Like her character, um, the makeup, the the costuming for her was very very good. Like I really liked her scale shoulder pad cloak thing she wore, and it would change from time to time. It was mm -hmm. like it was gold at one point and black at another. Like the scales on it were just, just phenomenal. Looked great. Um, the costume designing person definitely deserves to be patted on the back. <laughs> uh, yeah. How we jump into a negative review? We gotta find one. Um, yeah. <laughs> the worst. I guess of the it's the stars. one at the bottom. <laughs> Are you good? Do you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Very I, think, I, think it's, I think it's... Okay, yeah, I got it. Um, so this is 4 out of 10. Very, very disappointed by... TCTC? Tick. TC? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, sure. TCY, <laughs> TCY? Um, yeah, and this is from um, 20th of April, 2016, so around when the film was released. Firstly, the pro progress 
The plot progress is very, very slow. The characters speak slow, actions are slow, and the attacks are slow. As a result, I can't get sucked into the action atmosphere. Secondly, I think that each of the characters are not being portrayed as they should have been. It just doesn't do the legend justice. The makeup and dressing of the characters are also a little over the top, or too, a little too over the top. Aaron Kwok tried his best to act, but the makeup and script failed him. The choice of words were not great, I guess. Um, I guess the dialogue is what he meant. Uh, a lot of the actions were very unnecessary, thus causing the characters to be portrayed in a different light. These unnecessary details were given way too much air time. I got bored at the 20-minute mark and gave up hoping for a good show at the 40-minute mark. Um, what do you think? Oh, there's more to it if you hit the little arrow. Oh, was it? I, I missed some. Oh, also, I am not sure if this is supposed to include comedy in its genre, but I am seeing a lot of small, silly actions that would normally make one laugh um, right in the middle of a battle. I am just very disappointed. Uh, some may disagree with me, but on the bright side, Gong Li killed her role. Wish she could have been more menacing, though. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess this is pre- this is pretty a, f- a fair assessment of, of some of the parts, and I can always get behind uh, support for Gong Li. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, as, as I said earlier, I, ha- I had issues with the first third of the movie. Uh, I found it quite slow and hard to get into. Um, but... I was very happy and enthralled by this film by the end of the by the end, and I was frustrated along with Monkey how the the, the monk treated him. Um, he was just trying to protect the monk, but he was being abused for it pretty much. But that was the point. You were supposed to be going on that journey with Monkey and learning restraint, and the monk also had to trust in Monkey as well. Um, I think the that point was maybe driven home a little too far, so that's why I can agree with this reviewer. Because it kind of it felt like they came to some kind of agreement to trust each other, and then we went back down the same rabbit hole of Monkey being aggressive and the monk not liking it. So I felt like that repeated itself too much. Um, but but as I say, I was engaged and I was happy to, to, to see the conclusion and it ended quite nicely setting up for the, the third film. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I would, I would uh, agree with that. Um, I think that was probably one of the, the points uh, from a Western perspective um, and and given the, the, the core tenets of Buddhism, um, the monks not... He wasn't wrong in what he wanted out of Monkey. The way he went about it, I think, shows that he too, um, you know, is on this journey to learn, and he's young. And you're hoping by the end of this that I um, not not the end of this, but the end of the journey that they will all have reached uh, a stage where they can, you know, accept one another. Um, for the way that they're, you know, intended to um, behave. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit harsh, um, and I do agree that they retreaded ground that um, didn't really need to be hammered home like a, a second or third, fourth time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, dude, he, he can see... Monkey can see demons. 
<laughs> We've established this repeatedly. Um, you probably shouldn't keep doubting him. Uh, so that that was an issue. And then the other side of the coin is uh, Monkey's um, preference for just solving everything by murdering stuff is can be also toned down. So he basically yep. just needed to learn to he needed to learn restraint, and the monk needed to learn trust. Yeah, is that I think was the, the, the what we're supposed to get out of the <laughs> the repeated um, lessons of the same thing. So, yeah, I guess if I had one one nitpick over the movie was um, I was exasperated with the monk's um, behavior by like time number three, where it's like, okay, dude, you just. Let him do his job. He's trying to keep you alive. Yeah, um, and I guess that's one thing I wasn't sure if it was lost in translation. When they are leaving the city, um, when Monkey down the child and the, the mother, like, were they actually... It didn't make it clear if they were actually demons or if they were just possessed. I guess that... That would change things if they were just possessed. That's they, pretty... Yeah. They were demons as far as I'm just aware yeah that's that's my thoughts were i mean they um, did make it ambiguous a little bit because you're uh, i think at that point it's giving you like a not reliable narrator you're not really getting a um a non-biased viewpoint it's trying to show you not only monkeys like view but also the monks so it's confusing yes yeah, so we're kind of getting to both sides, and but not getting the full picture of both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of some key moments that are worth talking about. Um, I guess that separation after him, the, the, the priest banishing him and saying, go away, leads to that monkey coming back in all his, um, with full glory to take on... <laughs> Um, the white bone demon lady at the end with the skeleton army. Yes, the, the skeleton army part was pretty cool. Um, I did like that it was like, uh, it felt like the Dark Souls boss <laughs> because she's just, oh, just a huge, yes. awesome skeleton. It, it was like High Lord Wolnir. I was going to write that down, but I forgot. Um, <laughs> You're exactly, exactly what I wanted to say. Like, the ending was like, it was fully a Dark Souls boss. Giant skeletons are made of smaller skeletons. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was combined with that and the the size of like a god of war, uh, just titan. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, there wasn't other than that the skeleton army fight and the big final battle with monkey. There weren't actually that too many other fights, were there? No, everything else was more dramas or um a lot of a lot of conversation i mean they're just walking and talking about stuff yeah i did like how mobile they kept monkey though like when they go to the old ladies which is old lady's house when they first started journeying as the four of them yeah in the swamp um i just like how like monkey jumps up into the loft and like his character was built around that and they seem to use the sets well for the way Monkey would move? They did. I mean, he, he basically does a lot of verticality. He's never 
staying still and always wants to be up in something. Just a, well, I think it's just he wants to look down on everything. Well, better than everybody. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that's the core of it. Is he's better and he's gonna take the high spot. <laughs> yeah, but also matches the fact that he's a monkey. Yeah, and he would he he yeah he feels comfortable climbing as well and um. Uh, when the is it the pig guy that goes back? Yeah, it's pig guy that goes back to mo- the the monkey people. I thought they were all killed. Um, in the first one, I I thought they were too. They were all killed by the ox demon. So I found it kind of odd, and the fact that they'd even seen monkey, and they had his armor, because didn't monkey get buried in the? Did he have his armor on at that time? Because I remember he changed into the giant monkey form, and so it, it burst out of all the phoenix armor. Okay, because they were guarding. I found that a little strange. It kind of it works because he got that phoenix armor. Yeah, well, and it's and like it, 500 years later, so they, they got better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it just seemed weird. But it... it it was a it was a kind of nice thing that he goes to monkeys people, but the fact they even know who he is after all that time was a little odd. Um, but it was cool that the, it gave the pig the courage to the armor helped him fight, which is the first time he really fights when he has the armor on. Yeah, and I mean he says that he's like you know wearing wearing um, his boss's armor. You know he's. Um... I think he literally says this makes me more confident and you know zooming around and busting up some skellies yeah and then he then he gets pulled off of it that was quite a funny scene yeah the monkey turns back up and it just gets like ripped off him just sucks the armor off of him <laughs> um yeah yeah cause I think all the other fight scenes are with um white bone lady and they're just kind and of and her minions she just flies around and has cool moves. Yeah, there's some cool Matrix. Um, I've got it playing right now, and it's at the scene where the the Golden King, um, and she... I was confused about who it was for a second. I thought it was another demon that he was talking about, but then she, like, peels out the wall, which is, looked very cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, it felt like the never story. Just, She's just... It comes alive out. out of her um, mural. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Whereas I was a bit confused because I thought they were talking about a different demon at that point and then I realized, oh no, it is the same one. But Yeah, I mean, she, the, the thing is they're in that town and um, the, the king was kidnapping... Uh, he's cursed, so he is, a, is, is cursed. His arm is cursed to rot away. Um... And I think he's cursed to rot away. It's just it's limited to his arm because he's staving it off using the blood of children, which was already by itself kind of creepy. Um, but he's he has thieves going around kidnapping um, orphans. Um, I don't I don't know if they're necessarily all orphans, but they were this is children. They're children in the town, and um, they're under the guise of pretending to be White Bone Lady because White Bone Lady is um, depicted as eating children so they're using uh, her legend to scare everyone to, okay, to get the kids that's right um, I missed some of that in translation but I also remember that because that's the first time we meet her 
and it was really out of context quite early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And you were like, she's like angry at these, and to me they just seemed like bandits. And I was like, but yeah, yeah. Well, they're so, pretending uh, I, to be her, and she doesn't. Yeah, like that. that's right. And that that's yeah. Again, I watched that probably about two weeks before I actually watched the rest of the film because it took me so long to get into it. Uh, <laughs> and that 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 ties in makes more sense. This always seems to happen. You make the movie clearer in my head uh, talking to you. <laughs> yes. But she's... That's what was interesting, though, because she had that conflict with the king before we even introduced to her and the conflict she has with Monkey. Yeah, because they're, they're not but, the same. Um, not, and it's not the same problem that she has with them. No, but um, she's out hunting monkey. Well, the monk to stop him from getting to the scriptures. Well, she wants the monk because she, um, if she eats the monk, she'll become a true immortal oh, demon. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, otherwise, she has to make do with uh, just gen- life in general. Um, she absorbs uh, the life from any. Anything that she touches, yep. So that's that's why it feels like the feels like the order of the film was a little off. Like because it seems like they show her in the scene with the city too soon. Because that's before I'm pretty sure that's before they meet her as the old hag in the swamp. Yeah, the the audiences are introduced to her, and she's given at least a little bit of backstory prior to um, dealing with the monk at all. Yeah, see, I would have preferred it the other way around, I think. Because it did throw me off, and I got a little confused. Um, but again, slightly my fault, because yeah. I watched out of order. <laughs> well, not out of order, over a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. So. and this is the second time I've watched this film, so I think my own context was cemented a little better. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. I'm not, like, focused on the entire plot. I could kind of, at my leisure... You know, understand what's going on. I think the first time I was probably confused as well. Oh, yeah, I'm just going back and looking at that scene now where the um, the, the king's men are dressed up and they've got masks to match the different um, demons that the the white bone demon has under her employ. That's kind of cool. Oh, I, d- I don't even think I noticed that. Well, no, I definitely didn't notice that. But yeah, one of them has a snake, like a metal mask. Um, one has. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they have different masks. What does the other one have? Look, yeah, one that looks like a bat or a demon. Hmm. Oh yeah, to, one I'll has. Have to go back and watch that part. And one has spiky, like uh, white spikes, because there's the porcupine demon lady as well. I don't know. If she... I don't know. If she's porcupine, but she's got porcupine here. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, I thought it was. I was reading it more as a, a hyena kind of thing, although the credits say it's a pig but a pig maybe it's a Guinea wild pig, boar maybe. with spines i don't know yeah yeah so one of the bandits has yeah like white spikes coming out of its hood and one has like a bat looking mask and one has a snake mask that's really clever oh yeah um, that is that is pretty neat it is cool um <laughs> just yeah that guy fully looks like the blacksmith from god of war <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I don't know. Have you got what other thoughts have you got? Any other scenes that you really enjoyed or didn't enjoy? Um. 
Well, I, I actually, I really enjoyed the um, the scene where they're in the hut and uh, they're invited to the home of the the old witch. Um, it gives a she basically tells the monk uh, a story, um, which, as we find out later in the film, turns out to be her actual like background, her history um, before she became a demon. And mm-hmm. I think that's a nice touch, her blending these lies with the truth um, to kind of gain his sympathy, to disarm him so she can, well, eat him. But <laughs> um, it was a... It was a nice little scene, and uh, the one cool CG, even though it looked a little silly, um, was the the circle that uh, Monkey casts around the monk because he's um, concerned for his safety. Yeah, that was cool. And I agree with, uh, I really liked, all the characters had a little bit of depth to them. Uh, they weren't just superficial characters even the king like he comes across he's he's the good the golden king like he looks like he's the good guy but actually he's actually as he's as bad as the the white the white bone demon he's act I, I arguably i think he's probably worse yeah we don't we don't get a full accounting of what she's done um as a demon but he's not even a demon he's just some dude and he's like murdering all these kids to keep himself alive yeah, and it's it, the power of the blood is wearing off, and so he's doing it more and more. And getting yeah, worse and, and, getting, worse. and getting only a minute or two of cure. So, yeah, and I, and I like that, that there's more to it. Um, and I think that's, I guess, the lesson the monk needs to learn. He's been too, like, too, um, I guess, forgiving, or too, too willing to take people at that at what they think and face they are. value, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's uh, very superficial, um, and, and, and uh, as I said, the the things that he's his goals and what he's expecting out of people, they're not wrong for someone trying to attain enlightenment. But the the general like laity, they're not. They're just no one behaves that way unless you're a, a monk, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's not practical. <laughs> yeah, but then he the ending's kind of interesting. How he he is trying trying to insist that she has a chance to to live a peaceful life. That's yeah, I mean she she at that. this point until until she she's not stuck being a demon. She she is what she's stuck in is the cycle of reincarnation of, of death and rebirth. You know until. Um, You've you've attained enough to um, offset the the karma that you've accrued, and she's going the opposite direction where she's just, you know, she's like forget trying to you know attain enlightenment. I just want to be an immortal demon because that's cool too, you know. I, she, well, she's she, angry. Yeah, she's angry she's at herself. Angry. She's angry at the world, um, and and she has to, if she wanted to attain nirvana, she has to let that go. And she's, of course, just, you know, stubborn and not willing to do that. And because she can keep doing what she's doing and just gain power, um, that's, to her, that's equally attractive, even if she's not happy. Yep. 
And equally, the monk is willing to do everything he can to pull her out of that. Yeah, even <laughs> even if that meant sacrificing himself. Yeah, I think it was like trapping himself in hell um, to to save just even one person. He thinks it's worth the sacrifice. Yeah, so it's an interesting thought process and interesting thought discussion, but yeah. He, he, yeah, he was a little frustrating during the movie being mean to Monkey. I like my monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he gets turned to to stone after for all his efforts. <laughs> yeah, and then that's, I guess, the point where we see um, Monkey isn't purely stubborn and is learning something because he's now committed himself fully um, to bringing the monk, whether he's alive or a stone statue to the west, to, to, to those scriptures. Yeah, and I think that's why I liked how it ended, because it was there was clearly to show, clearly showing that there was this character progression and yeah. it wasn't just an adventure that they had along the way. No, I like everybody in this um, has for good or ill has learned something that no one um, at the end of this film is who they were at the start uh, which is good it's what you want to see out of characters in a, uh, anything really um, and they're definitely different than how they were in the first film um, you can almost think of it as not, not really a prequel even though it is yeah I don't know I mean it, uh. it, it, it interested me enough in the, or renewed my interest enough in these in these particular versions of these characters to, to want to watch the third one I just don't feel like paying the rental fee <laughs> like, come well on. this one's on YouTube yeah <laughs> and why well, I, I watch this one on, on uh, Netflix or Amazon or something it's on there for free so or not free but I pay for the service yeah uh, fair enough yeah I just watched it on you I felt I just googled it and it came up on YouTube, so I'll like, oh, watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See, I'm just seeing it. Thirty-six thousand miles. Okay, yeah, a lot. So it's a long way. Which I think so. I don't know. It just seems very long. I don't know. That's a lot. I'm not. I'm not good with geography. Um, Three thousand miles would have been plenty long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. Because they're on foot. <laughs> they're walking. Except for where they're, uh, I guess we forgot to talk about it, but they're technically he's riding a dragon, but it's just in the shape of a horse. Yeah, he turned into horse, didn't he? Yeah. He fought the dragon. That's kind of cool. But I forgot that, because like, the other guys were referring to it as the dragon horse, I was like, why are they calling it a dragon horse? And now I remember, because I watched because that. Because the dragon ate, ate the monk's horse, <laughs> and so he made him, as a punishment, made him become a horse. A horse. It is kind of funny how ridiculously powerful Monkey is. Oh yeah, he's super it, strong. He's really just lim- cool. he's just limited by the um, the circlet, really. Yeah, well, yeah, the monk won't let him do certain things. <laughs> yeah, takes all the fun out of it. <laughs> it's like the genie from the uh, from Aladdin. The yeah, ultimate cosmic power in a teeny little space. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, what's the what's the circumference of the of the the Earth? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> so 
good content here. Yeah, see, that's... If I'm right... Wait, circumference rate... 24,000 miles. Yeah, so they're journeying further than the Earth is round. I don't know. I guess they're <laughs> <laughs> they're going into the God, God country, how they did in the first film. Well, I guess these these. Well, it just yeah, it's this whole other realm, almost like you know, was it the Legion of Gods was the one that we watched? It didn't seem uh, like it was actually on yeah. Earth. It's this whole other realm, and the first one was definitely not on Earth. It's in these these other kind of heavenly realms. Um, I'm also going to do conversion. I'm going to convert Lee to Miles because maybe that's where our, our problem is lying. 36,000. Convert. Apparently this webpage does not want to... Thirty-six thousand. Well, yeah, you mean it's a translation error, and it's they mean to say kilometers. Uh, well, I think it's Lee. Like the the ancient measurement of Lee is is what China and Japan and a few uh, other okay. countries use instead of miles. Um, there are three point two. They're like 3.21 Lee in a mile. So, uh, okay, whenever the math works out, is it's less. Because I'm pretty sure that the, the dialogue says miles, but maybe yeah, but if they wrong. mean the Chinese mile, it's not the same. Yeah, that's a good point. Because kilometers, if it's 36,000 miles, it's 40,000 kilometers. Um, okay, it's um, eleven thousand miles. That's still a lot. Okay, that's still about half the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a long way. Learn something. It's a long journey. <laughs> so. Is your impression with the end of the film is that the monk actually did save the the, the white bone demon? Uh, yes, I, th I think that he there's did. little there's a little um, snitch from the from the Harry Potter game Quidditch that flew away. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think okay. he saved her, or he allowed her yeah. to save herself. Really, is what it is because you can't well, yes. you can't really. I mean, unless you're an Arhat, you you don't you just lead people into saving themselves. Or unless yeah. you're the Buddha, then you can just kind of, like, do it. <laughs> well, but he, the monk did plead with Buddha, and you see yeah. the, the, the shadow hand of Buddha come down and and provi obviously provided the opportunity to... <laughs> I really like how they knock the monk off the horse at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the statue of monk, and they're like, whoop! And so he puts him on his back. <laughs> and so he, <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was and good. I don't know. If, 
I don't know if we mentioned it, but yeah, just at the end, um, uh, goddess drops uh, a drop of water onto the, the statue of the monk, and his hand cracks open, and, and you see human flesh. Yeah, so he's he'll he'll eventually be human again instead of a, yeah. stuck as a statue. It was like the reward for both of their behaviors. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Monkey, monkey's de- determination uh, was rewarded. Yeah, it was a cool ending. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it m- makes me want to watch. Like I said uh, the the third one. I'll just I don't know when that will happen. Um, but I think what all of this is what this is all leading up to is I'm probably going to have to try to track down Monkey Magic so we can at least watch some of it. <laughs> <laughs> It, so it seems much, so to be the fun. superior uh, version of everything we've tried to look at. <laughs> Other than like, Dragon well, Ball. <laughs> well, which is, again, I love to bring it up because I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. Um, Dragon Ball Z fan. But it's, it's... It's not really the same thing. No, <laughs> so no, it's not. There's that adaptations of it, this tale. Um, it's got the characters and the basic, the hunting for something... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think the only way it would it. fit in is if we watched like the martial arts tournament arc, because <laughs> there's not really any like a whole lot of fighting in those shows. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess there is, yeah. but it's just Goku blasting people away. Yeah, yeah, I'm fighting and hunting, hunting for the Dragon Balls. It's his journey yeah. to the West. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think that wraps it up for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't really have anything else to say on this one. Like, as we mentioned, there really wasn't... Um, there's no montage scene. There's no kung fu. Other than shame. some wire stuff. I don't know. It was, it's, it's a fun fun little movie, but um, that's kind of what it, just, it ends up being. Yeah. Um, I guess to wrap it up, we got you got to give it our very accurate ratings. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I don't even... Uh... I was entertained, but I don't know if I can go past a seven. Probably a little bit less. Just in light of, I think, what we when we went through it, it's visually pleasing, but the pacing was a little weird. Yeah, it was. Um, fair enough. Um, as I said, like I going about how I felt by the end of the film, I I was I was really into it. <laughs> And I was I was actually very surprised how much I was into it and was enjoying and feeling for the characters by the end of the film because I really didn't like the start the first thirty mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, so if I ignored the first thirty minutes, I'd be up in an eight point uh, eight point five, I think. Um, but again, so yeah, evening it out probably about a seven point five, seventy five out of a hundred. Okay, I'll give it a six six point eight. Um, well, you just dropped your score. I did. Just, yeah, just it, it's just below a seven. Um, I like. I enjoyed when I watched it, and I, I didn't. I mean, I was able to watch it all the way through. But I think when I got to the toward the end of the film, I kept wanting to. I wanted this to be the Stephen Chow version of Journey to the West, and I, I think that's a better film. But not because it's a martial arts film, because it's like a horror film. And they, oh, okay. it's just it's just a completely different take on this material, and um, I I was able to watch this 
fairly shortly after we watched part one. Um, so with that in mind, I, this director has a very specific, uh, way he's handling the source material and it's, it's entertaining, but it's, it really kind of felt like chunks of it felt like watching, um, League of the Gods, which wasn't, (laughs) wasn't the greatest film ever. Um, and I wanted it to just be Stephen Chow instead, because I, I just really enjoyed when we when we were able to cover um, Kung Fu Hustle and whatever else we watched. <laughs> I don't remember now. <laughs> um, Shaolin Soccer. Sha- Shaolin Soccer, yeah. yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, and that's hard when you, you're doing and watching something that's been done before. You, you always are going to try and compare it. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with books to movies is often the same problem. You're trying to compare it to what you know and think. And so that makes sense if you've seen a better version. And like I'm constantly comparing it to Monkey Magic and the same thing when we did the new journey to the West or whatever it's called. The new new yeah. Legend of Monkey. It's the same issue. No, that was just a dude. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, he was just a dude. Not my monkey. Yeah. All right, Dave, you've got something new you got people to tell at home, don't you? Oh, that's right. I um I have just started up a, uh, a yet another podcast, um as you do, and uh, this one's a a, a sci-fi uh, podcast. Um, and in I guess in keeping somewhat with the the theme of this this current podcast, um I am focusing on sci-fi but in asian uh media so i'm looking at not only like live action films but some novels uh comic books um and animated series so it should be it should be pretty fun um i am however as at the moment at least the first season uh running that one solo so there's a little bit more work involved and the the banter that I'm so accustomed to is, is a little bit absent. Um, I can't, <laughs> I can't, banter uh, yourself. Uh, yeah, argue with myself over things. Um, but I can make myself laugh. So I guess I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with it at least. Uh, it's called Good. hard rock saves the space dandy. Um, and I'll potentially, I don't know, maybe I'll throw a link in the, in the show notes or something. Um, Otherwise, uh, you can generally find me on uh, Twitter at Cynthia underscore plus. And Vader, where where are you at on the interwebs? VaderVanOden.com has links to this podcast, my gaming podcast called Dark Insight, and YouTube with my son. Um, and got some interesting projects in the pipelines. Um, our gaming capture card, the Elgato, died a few weeks ago. Yeah, I heard about that. That's uh, that sucks. The good news is, is that Elgato is going to replace it. So thank you, Elgato. Um, the but it's going to take a while. So we on the weekend we have done some cooking videos <laughs> for our channel. They'll be up soon. We've done we've got a World of Warcraft cookbook a while back from Loot Crate, and so we did uh, some cooking videos of some of those recipes. Okay, I think I saw a few pictures of uh, some some of the results. Um, looks, yep. looks tasty. Uh, you were doing so, your let's chat, not play. 
Yes. Yes. So we got that as well, but we've been really busy recently. Yeah, so we haven't. That's what it sounds I've like. I've barely played much. <laughs> um, so we, we plan on doing recording one of those this week as well, actually. So it's our kind of video cast that me and my son just talk about video games and what we're into at the moment. Uh, just real casual. Yeah, it's good so fun. So if you uh, if you want to check that out, by all means, um, give the give the boys a listen. Or I guess, yep, uh, yeah, it's a listen. <laughs> it's not really... So, well, it did have a, it had a video accompanied to it, I think. Yes, we got it on YouTube, so there is video. But we'll try and do it so it's mostly you oh. can you could listen to it like a podcast. But oh, we still edit video into it, and we put what we're talking about up on screen and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yeah, and I we'll think, think that uh, that wraps the episode up. So that's us uh, saying. See you next time for something. Man, I don't remember. <laughs> What's our tagline? Um, oh, s- something else, something new, and something kung fu. That's, that's it. It's close as I'm going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye.